Uh, we're here, number 30-something. Eight, seven, six. Today, 37? I think. I don't know. Today you know. is 37, the one that we were, we were going to uh, do. We were going to release here. 36 and a half. Yeah, and we didn't yet. So well, Let's least, kick it off it. by saying that today's episode is once again brought to you by Audible.com. Uh, Audible, of course, is your source for all forms of audio bookage. Uh, we don't have the copy in front of us, so we're winging it. Scott, do you have the copy in front of you? Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading <laughs> provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks wherever and, and whenever, whenever you, you want. want. That's the beauty of uh, um, Audible. This guys. show is brought to you by Audible. Oh my God. God damn it. And we're very happy they're back. We love Audible. Uh, we love Audible for many reasons, not the least of which is they've taken a chance on this little tiny podcast that could. Yeah. And they've said, you know what, buddies? Here you go. You know what? Here. Here. We'll, we'll sponsor Here, you. Here, try. We'll take a chance. Uh, so thank you, Audible. Uh, we hope you're all uh, enjoying your free trial. If you haven't taken advantage of it yet, uh, it's audible.com. Uh, slash Phoebe. It's actually audiblepodcast.com slash Phoebe pod. Or is it just slash Phoebe? It's just slash Phoebe. What a great thing. It's just slash Phoebe. Guys, audiblepodcast.com forward slash Phoebe. Uh, get your free trial uh, today. And in the meantime, uh, here comes some theme music. That was awesome. Actually, I can still faintly hear it. It's, it's fading out as we speak. It's the last <laughs> breaths of the Phoebe <laughs> the the uh, song uh, sent it to us by a wonderful listener whose name I somehow never remember. Uh, so if you'd like to never be remembered, email us. If you'd like to be underappreciated and not remembered. Uh, Whoever wanna, did that song should email us so we can email us again try it next time. Uh, four eyes and beard at gmail.com is our email address. I've been noticing a lot of people have been signing us up for uh, mailing lists for transsexual relationships and also Aaron Brothers framing. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So uh, Aaron there... Brothers, Aaron Brothers person, whoever signed us up for that, very funny. Transsexual relationship guy. I don't know Already what you're trying done. to say, but Doesn't great, work. good job. Uh, but if you have a, a request or anything like that, uh, you can send that over to fourisenbeard at gmail.com. The other great way to get in touch with us, Scott, is through our fun Facebook page. Which is like about as much fun as one person can have. Yeah. Uh, sitting in front of a computer looking at something that's got <laughs> drawings of us. Uh, if we, that's the experience you want, this is probably the best place to do it. I'm trying to find out what is our what is our actual Facebook Facebook.com slash Pod, I believe. I don't know. I'm gonna look. You right have now. your computer. I do. I do, Scott. Everything relies on me having this computer, and if I don't have this computer, shit goes bad, real bad. Uh, uh, I'm really sorry, everybody. This is happening. Yeah, it's Pod. I knew it. Facebook.com slash Pod. Uh, if you can go ahead and 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 give us a like. I know you're on Facebook. 
We see you all Not the time. Not everybody is. I've heard a few people have been like, hey, fucking suck Facebook. You know what? Dick, you, you know what fucking it is? piece of shit. The people who don't have Facebook are probably the same people who don't eat meat, which was by far the okay. most surprising. This is the one we have to talk about. Yeah. This is the most surprising uh, poll in the history of this podcast and probably in the history of the world. Uh, so we asked you last uh, last episode... When we if were discussing meat yeah. pig farmers, which we have made no progress on whatsoever, whatsoever. But, for people you know, who are excited about The point it. is, you guys have said, yes, pig farmers, yes. Okay, that wasn't surprising. We knew you would say that. You all want us on a farm, working with some pigs. Yeah, But what sweaty, was surprising... And overalls. Muddy as those pigs. Muddy. Oh, just, just overalls. Let's do overalls, sh- no shirts. No shirt. Overalls, no shirts. Yeah. Just fucking putting slop into a trough. Oh. Trop. We're gonna have slop troffers. We're gonna really, we're gonna do it. Oh, that's the name of our band. Uh, so a slop couple of, troffers. yeah, a couple of things. So we asked you all last week, hey, if you're a vegetarian, tweet us with the hashtag veg yes. Yeah, and we were both under the impression that maybe there'd be two. Yeah, two to six. Two to six. We were certain that would be the case, and uh, you guys have blown us away. So many, so many. Uh, people who listen to this podcast are vegetarians and to that i say a good for you and more B, meat for us <laughs> yes b thank you for putting up with us constantly uh discussing about meat, meat in detail uh i'm gonna go ahead and type in veg yes here and uh and see how many up to even a day ago we're getting people lauren ardent daniel cordova hellfrog andy best you guys are all veg yes i'm i'm impressed that's all I have to say. I was really, I was really, we were both really surprised. Yeah. We saw each other the other day. We both like did that thing where we were like, oh what my the God. fuck is happening? <laughs> uh, so uh, thank you, everybody. Because we were discussing the idea and whether, I don't know what the percentage of mm-hmm. vegetarians there are in the United, in the world. Right. So is percentage it of the population, 20% of the population. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go look right now. I'm going to say, because we both felt like as, as a, the listeners are our numbers are up. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like everybody because we think we have 150 okay. listeners. I'm gonna play. This is a side game before we get that are vegetarians. Remember, we're looking for percentage of the population that is vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, when I type in percentage of the population into Google, Scott, what do you think the first percentage of the population that is blank? What do you think that it's the first thing that people are searching for? Sends a population that is um, single. Nope. Um, percentage of population that is. Uh, you don't. Ready? Gay. Gay. Percentage of the population that is That's gay. That's the top search. Number two. Percentage of the population with herpes. And then number three. Percentage of the population with green eyes. So it goes gay, herpes, green eyes, and the fourth one you'll never guess. The internet wants to know the percentage of the population with a master's degree. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're a gay, green-eyed... Oh my god, with a master's degree in herpes? You were just like, (laughs) you're the top top Google search on the planet. Uh, Everybody meet Brett. The green-eyed, gay, herpes... Master's degree, really? Yeah, 
Approximately 0.5% or 1 million of those... Uh, 10% of U.S. Adults. Hang on. Vegetarianism in America. Study shows 7.3 million Americans are vegetarians. Which is such a tiny percentage. That's what I think. Our podcast somehow appeals to a lot of vegetarians. That's why I think our numbers are much higher. I think we're in the like... 10, 15, 20%? Now, 22.8 million follow a vegetarian-inclined diet. What does that mean? I think that means that they try not to eat meat, but they're not going to freak out if someone cooks something in pork fat. Like a Brussels sprout situation. You know what I mean? I think that's what that means. I don't know. That sounds like horseshit. That sounds like horseshit, everybody. Meaning that you're like, I wish I was a vegetarian, but... I just can't bother. Uh, Either be I. I think that the people at home would be like you appreciate. Like I mean, maybe it's like a thing, but I. I think for all the vegetarians out there that are fucking vegetarians, like they're committed to fucking doing something. They're not creating terminology right. to say like, but you know, if a fucking hot dog falls in my mouth and I eat it, <laughs> you know, hot dogs are always <laughs> just falling into my mouth. Uh, I want to check the uh, let's check the messages over here on our Phoebe, uh, our Phoebe, uh, Phoebe pod uh, page. I don't need a separate messaging app for this, do I? Not only on your phone. Okay, here we go. Post to the page. Uh, Benjamin Bailey uh, posted a lovely uh, picture of himself wearing our gray Phoebe shirt, yep. uh, holding a copy of Unbroken. Ah, so he's taking these feebreeds to to heart. Uh, so Rick Rick Lewis says, uh, "Hey guys, I'm two weeks behind on the podcast, so I'm just hearing the newest one. I'm a vegetarian listener. See what's happening? How fucked up would it be if we only had vegetarian? That listeners? would be kind of cool. I don't think that's the case, but uh, hearing all the talk about meat doesn't bother me. In fact, it makes me remember how great meat tasted. Well, we're glad we could help you out." <laughs> Thank you very much, Rick Lewis. Uh, we should do a segment called Meat Reminiscing. Meat Reminiscing? <laughs> reminiscing? <laughs> We're reminiscing on Phoebe. Uh, okay, so this is Cara Beth. She's from Phoenix, and Matt is absolutely correct about that breakfast burritos. You guys should record a live podcast in uh, in Phoenix. Remember I was talking about... You were talking about the, the liquor store? The, the Oaxaca... No, this no, is the Oaxaca the... burrito in, in Phoenix that is like that blew my mind. This the... breakfast burrito was so good. The potatoes in there were amazing. The potatoes are something all of our listeners can get behind. Starch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. You're across... It's you're just like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> just throw it in there. It's a root vegetable. Um, I... Uh, let's. Oh, I'm just going to check a couple more of these. Thank you very much. Uh... Oh, wait. Phoebe 38 next. Uh, maybe we did Phoebe 37. This must be 38. I thought this Jeff Leboff, super fan Jeff Leboff. Is probably, is probably, more, probably more, more on top of it. more on top of it than we are. Yeah. Uh, and he's saying, oh, shit, it's Phoebe 38 next. Still, you should read The Stench of Honolulu by Jack Handy for Phoebe Reads 38. So Jack Hanna, uh, rather Jack Handy, you know the uh, SNL Jack Handy. That's uh, that's is that my phone? Yeah, yeah. That's Dory's Dory's trying to, Dory's, trying to, Dory's trying to reach out. 
She's either calling you something or she's sending you a grocery request. I don't know. She knows that I came here to do this podcast. Well, she's so. either it's either a grocery request or a Why very would be a cute name request? for you. <laughs> see what it is. I, well, I, I have it on here, too. Oh. I can do that. What well, could be a grocery request? It could be a grocery Honey. We need honey, everybody. Uh... So, ever think about calling your fans the feeble-minded? Hmm. Well, we could. We thought about Somebody that. Somebody might be up But we just call you guys feebles. I mean, it seems like a more succinct. Okay. Uh, Gray, Gray Williams says, uh, number 37 recommendation for Feebreeds is The Mad Trapper of Rat River, a true story of Canada's biggest manhunt. Huh. I'm way on board already. That sounds good. I'm going to see more. What's it called again? The Mad Trapper of Rat River. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. that's a good name. Yeah. I think you might have something here, Gray Williams. Uh, a courageous and unrelenting posse on the trail uh, of a furious and desperate wilderness outlaw, more animal and more ghost than man. Lean and bloody, meticulously researched, The Mad Trapper of Rat River is a dark and haunting story of human endurance, adventure, and a will that speeds along like the best fiction. This I'm is, in. This is, I, we are way in. That sounds pretty good. That's a that's, catchy fucking title. That sound that sounds like it might be That's that's that the last the ten years of my life. That's that's, that's yeah. Scott's life. Uh that's where I'm headed, people. <laughs> uh so what were we gonna talk we were gonna talk that about was pretty uh, funny laugh. It's <laughs> 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 the most annoying laugh. <laughs> Is it real? Was it real? Yeah, it was a real reaction. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the sound that came out of my body. I didn't know. If I you mean, were I like... don't know, like what that would. What do you mean? Was it real, Scott? It happened. Maybe it you were trying to we tag on me into that segment. You were like, I don't think that he's really going to become he... a crazy thing. <laughs> 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 oh my god! And uh, so you did like this, but you're like, this is how you. So now I know if you ever do that, I'm like, well, question whether that's a real laugh. <laughs> no, I didn't have a he up there. It was a he he. Uh, <laughs> uh, if, if it's true, everybody, because I won't listen back. Yeah. Anyone listening to this podcast who's a vegetarian or not? Yeah, sure. Hashtag he he. You he he'd. Hashtag he he. <laughs> Why don't we not do hashtag he he? <laughs> I think that sounds terrible. Uh, so, yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, we'll check these posts again next uh, next time we record. Uh, again, facebook.com slash feebpod. Uh, please give us a, a like on there. And uh, we're sold out of T-shirts right now, but uh, we're in talks to hopefully get more T-shirts yes. made. Uh I think I don't know if we should make more Canadian snipers or just I'm thinking we go Beverly Hills Phoebe. I think which so is too. My favorite logo ever. Well, then we should because that's uh, your favorite. Yeah, and then so we're gonna do the Beverly Hills Phoebe, which is our banner on the Facebook page. If you want to see what that looks like, you go to facebook.com/slash pod and you can see what that looks like. And that's what I'm hoping our next shirt will be. And uh, you know, there's a potential uh, for some bookmarks happening, some feed there's bookmarks, a potential some feed read bookmarks. Feed read package. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to come up with. And then... Uh, this is very exciting. I think also what I'd like to do is the original logo shirt. Just do another run of those. In maybe in a Maybe gray. in a different color. Hmm. Like a navy. Like navy. Yeah. But like that, that powder blue situation, like those Powell shirts that we have. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. Powell's Books, uh, official not sponsor of the <laughs> Feeb podcast. Uh, so, Scott, I went to uh, Las Vegas last week. Yeah, I saw you right before you left. Yep, I went to uh, I went to go to uh, the went to see finally saw the Beatles Love, which is the Cirque du Soleil show that's at the Mirage, and it's like it's Beatles so songs. Good. Yeah, it's Beatles and music. acrobats. It's Beatles songs and acrobats, my two favorite things. Jammed together. Jammed together. Uh, French people in makeup. French Canadian <sighs> people in makeup, really. Yeah. And, uh, and it was magical. I got to say, I cannot believe I hadn't seen it sooner. It was really, really good, and I look forward to seeing it again. You'd, you'd repeat it. I would repeat. You'd go back. Repeat what did Dory of think? That. She loved it, you too. You want Dory? Yeah. She thought it was great as well. She bought the tickets. She bought the she tickets. She surprise bought the tickets for me while I was recording a different podcast. She was waiting around. <laughs> Was she? But she bought it. Was she as interested, or was her initial thing like, "Oh, I'll do this for Matt because he likes this kind of crap"? <laughs> and then she went. And she was like, "Oh, this is good." I think that she. I think it was sort Wasn't of. It, she had no interest. Similar. She, I think she was. I think she had wanted to see it, but she knew that I had always wanted to see it, and I've been in Vegas too many times to have not seen this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh. So I, I think that it was just a. It was a convenient, nice thing that she did for both of us. So you're saying. It's a, you recommend it to all the people out there if they go to Vegas, go see the Beatles, yep. Cirque du Soleil. Absolutely, that is. Are they exactly using the recordings say. or is it? All? It's no, it's real. It's the, all the Beatles music, all the Beatles original tapes. So George Martin, you know the original producer of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. And uh, his son uh, went back in to make this new soundtrack uh, for this song. So they went back to the original tapes and yep. they sort of layered stuff together. In uh in a fun in a fun way that like uh you know uh you just haven't heard it before. So for instance, like um, oh I don't even we're not even in the right studio right now. We're in the secondary uh, studio here at Nerdist Industries slash Meltdown Comics. Uh, so we don't have the direct line in, so I can't like play play anything for you guys. But I will show. So you I'll play it on here. And I'll play it. On, I've had the soundtrack forever. Oh, uh, so since you knew it came what out. it was. And I have, uh, I've just been like, li- I've been listening to this for so long. Like yeah. I've always, it's my, it's my go-to when I'm on a plane. I play the entire album. I listen to the entire album when I'm on a plane. Why on a plane? I don't know. It just feels. Do you listen to it when you're not on a plane? Yeah, I do. But I listen to the entire album when I'm on a plane because I have the time. So like, here's, here's, this is, uh, I'm going to play right now for you. This is Get Back. So you hear. You can kind of hear what they do with this, with all the Beatles recordings. I think you can hear that. So you're hearing the drums from the end, and you heard the you heard the Hard Day's Night. They're creating like a medley. Yeah. But it's seamed. It's seamless. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a DJ spinning Beatles tracks. Yeah. And it's George. Yeah, son. George and his son. And that's all the Beatles we can play without getting sued. <laughs> uh, so I say, everyone, if you haven't purchased that, if, you, if you're looking for 70 minutes of new Beatles music, that's as close as you're going to get. And go see the show. And go see the show. The Circus Soleil show, uh, Love. It's really great. I, I, I really have to figure out why she doesn't understand that I'm in a podcast right now. <laughs> I think she's obviously thinks that this particular podcast doesn't mean enough. <laughs> well, 
won't go see it because I just won't go to Vegas. I'm sorry. You just, <laughs> just flat out refuse. I, I won't go. What is the what is the cir- circumstance in, in which Scott Mosier will go to Vegas? Um, if what if I was like Scott, I'm getting married. I need you to be there. <laughs> uh yeah you know i mean i'm not uh you're not a you're not heartless i'm not heartless but the other way would be if you're like you're like like there's only 10 percent of the people that are ever there like it was a ghost town yeah well there are day like the i went with hardwick uh a few weeks ago we went for a few days and we happened to be there. It was, I think, I forget what it might have been. Just after a holiday. No, it was in this. It was like the second week of August, and it was like a ghost town. It was great. There was hardly anybody. I don't there. gamble. That's the problem. Oh, that is your problem. I don't gamble. Well, do I'm you, not a gambler. You, let me ask you this: Do you enjoy fine, delicious foods? Yeah, but let me ask you this: I don't. Do it, you like uh, water features in the middle of the desert? <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. Yeah. <laughs> the food scene is like, yeah, there's great restaurants there, but it's like essentially they're all restaurants that you can go to other places and have that food. Yeah, but it's a little the, like the concentration of them is amazing. It's just, it's not my, it's not my scene, man. I like the ostentatiousness of it. I like the infrastructure of Las Vegas. It's not my, it's not my jam. What is your jam? The Northwest. That's yes, your jam. That's my jam. That's, that's it. I don't. I don't need to. I say don't even need to. That's I don't it. even need to. I didn't even need to ask myself pine that question. Pine trees, oh. damp. With do you? How do you feel about a pine tree scented rain. candle? Where are your Where are your thoughts on a pine tree? I'm scented not a candle, candle guy. No, of course you're not. A, who's a candle guy? <laughs> Somebody is. <laughs> I'm not a candle guy. <laughs> I never look at a person and go, "That's a candle guy." If I ever saw one, there has to be a candle. What guy is the? Out I'm going to ask. What is the percentage There's some of fucking closet candle guys out there? Guys who are just like. Like walking into places and like going like when no one's looking, like kind of sniffing and then like buying them. Is this for my wife? And then they, you know, there's people. It's for my wife. Remember the Yankee? Somebody had a candle in the bathroom where I was working the other day and I was like, I don't, I'm not a big scented candle person. Uh huh. Well, I, here's a big thing. Wait, so you just prefer scented candles that candle, do nothing? Here's people. Big here's problem. Pe- I'm listening. Scented candles at restaurant. Restaurants. Does that happen? Yes, I've seen it. I've smelled it, and it's if you're if like if you're, on the table. Yeah, what does it smell like? Time or something? No, it's just like, I don't know why they're doing it, but you're just like you don't want no scented candles around food. All right, interesting. If you're preparing dinner for somebody, if you're preparing a nice dinner for your spouse mm-hmm. or a friend or whatever, don't use scented candles. <laughs> if you're not a candle guy and you're like, oh, I'm gonna light a candle. It's a little piece of information. Because even if you're not a candle guy, you might be like, oh, I'm going to prepare a special meal for my lady friend. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly right. <laughs> and then you might be like, oh, I'll light a candle. I'll make it nice and romantic. You may want to do that for your lady friend. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome like to the Nase. It's called Lady Friend. Lady Friend. <laughs> hey there, Lady Friend. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a special meal? Your friend. But you also a lady. You're my lady friend. <laughs> Who is this guy? This candle guy. I'm candle guy. I'm a candle guy. Can you smell that? You smell. You smell that. It smells like the beach, right? It smells like. You smell the beach. It smells like my beach. Smell this. It's a 
<laughs> the worst guy ever. In the hallway, it's vanilla. <laughs> and then you move into the bedroom. <laughs> I'm going to look at uh, most popular <laughs> most popular scent candle scents. Ready? Uh, most popular candle scents. Uh, for 2012... That's the that's the suggested search when you type in most popular <laughs> candle scents. Stop. <laughs> All right, ready? Here we go. This is the top ten scents for indoor candles according to eBay. Yeah. Number one. Or should we do it reverse? Should we do it? Re- we should reverse the yep. order. Number ten. All right. Number ten most popular scent: vanilla. Vanilla. Okay. Sure. Vanilla is perhaps the most common scented candle fragrance. Yeah. And it holds that place for very good reason. Vanilla is versatile. Yeah. It's it not can offensive. It can be paired with any number of scents. And it's appealing to just about everyone. It's Are not you... too feminine, like some floral scents. And it can still take You're one. You're reading something, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I was, I was like, like, holy imagine. shit. Wow. I didn't knew that much. I was like, you just came out as a candle guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number nine. Number nine. So vanilla is number 10. Number nine, cookie. Cookie. These candles smell enough like the real deal that one might get a few curious visitors to their kitchen. Now I'm not reading. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cookie's not a scent. Cookie-scented candles are a great way to fill a house with the delicious scent of baked goods without touching the oven. Just fucking bake some goddamn cookies. Yeah, it seems like a way better idea. Number eight. Ready? Yeah. Coconut. Huh? Homeowners might want to enjoy a bit of the tropics instead of something traditional. If that's the case, the coconut-scented candle might be just the thing to transport them from their house straight to the beach. Now, here's what I'm saying right now. So you far, can go to the beach. So far, I'm lighting all three of these candles together, and it's great. Vanilla, cookie, coconut. You're just busting all three right? of them out. What if I'm lighting all three of them? You smell, you're like, oh, there's some macaroons with some chocolate chips in here? You're mixing and matching. Oh, my God. You're like a candle DJ. Now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the George Martin of candles. Spinning scents tonight. Uh, (laughs) Yo, yo, where are my rose-scented fans at? That's number seven, rose-scented candles. Uh, Roses are a symbol of love and affection. Rose-scented candles could be the perfect addition to one's romantic evening. So... Now let's go back but to don't candle make guy. The meal. Don't make the meal and don't put them on the table. Don't put a, you don't, you don't want to smell too. roses while you're. Well, you don't want to. You don't like whenever you have food and you mm-hmm. prepared food. You don't yeah. want to. You don't want to have scented candles. Let the, the let the food do the talking. Yeah, the nose talking. Number six, apple. Apple. Yeah. What smell could be fresher or more delicious than apple? Apple scented candles are a lot like lemon in that they offer versatile clean scent, although they are not nearly as pungent as lemon. Apparently. All right. Number five. Ooh, coming in at number five, a surprise on the list. Sandalwood. Meat. Oh. Sandalwood has long been a popular option in incense and perfume, so it's no wonder they made a scented candle market as well. Sandalwood is a nice and natural scent. A little muskier than others, they say. Number four, lemon. Eh, I don't care for that. Number three, lavender. We are moving out of fun times into these lady times. <laughs> uh oh. This is for candle guys. <laughs> number oh, number two, very surprising. Number two is fresh laundry. Really? Yeah. Perhaps the best part so of like, doing chores is pulling the clothes out of the dryer. Is that the best part of doing chores? No. 
Uh, and breathing in the cleanliness of freshly laundered clothes. To bring that fresh, clean scent into one's home, there are several fresh laundry and linen-scented candles available. Why would why don't you just do laundry? I don't know. Number or one, you want to keep that going. Ready? Number one. Number one most number most top purchase. ten indoor candles from eBay. Number one is chocolate. Hmm. How do you feel about that? I, I'm I'm I, I, if I was a candle guy. Yep. Chocolate would not be at the top. I get cookie more than I get can yeah. chocolate. Like, I mean, I've melted chocolate. Like, I've been doing something, and I've melted chocolate for, like, a dessert I was making or something. It's like, there's a smell to it, but I would say that cookie, it, like, a real, if it was an accurate smell of, like, baked cookies, cooked, uh, that would be a better... Uh, than chocolate, yeah. yeah. Chocolate seems kind of lame. Yeah. Although, when I'm at, like, a Giardelli in a San Francisco, this smells real good. I don't want it. The fresh laundry one's way off the, my list, too. Scott... I've now clicked on the best 10 best fast food restaurants in America. Okay. Have you ever heard of Culver's? Nope. Me either. Started in Wisconsin in the 80s. Looks good. If you've ever heard of Culver's, let us know. Rubio's Fresh Mexican Grill? No, I've also never heard of that. Is Burgerville on there? Like, uh, I don't or, know. Potbelly Sandwich Shop? I've been there. That's that's uh, in D.C. I've been to there. there there's a couple of them around. They make an all right sandwich. Firehouse Subs. Started in Florida. I've never been there. Guys, Chick-fil-A coming in at number six. Huh. Here's the deal with Chick-fil-A. It's fine. Uh, Jason's Deli. Nope. Never heard of it. The Habit, which is uh, all over the place in, in, in Los Angeles, California. Uh, yeah, 100 but... locations in California, Arizona, and Utah. Apparently number four. Number three, Portillo's Hot Dogs. Chicago style dogs. Uh, Papa Murphy's Take and Bake Pizza. Really? Papa Murphy's, which ranks as the best fast food restaurant in the country, in this list is actually a take and bake pizzeria. Customers order their pizza in the store but take it home to bake, reducing rest- restaurants' costs significantly. The company, which has more than 1,400 locations, went public in May. And is noted for the quality food, politeness of its staff, and speed of service. How do you feel about a take and bake pizza shop? Uh, I'm fine with it, but I also don't. I like the concept. I like the idea of I've taking it, it home. And... But I've you've done it. You've never told me. There's some, you know, I have secrets. <laughs> I have secrets. Uh, and they, uh, for some reason, on number one here is uh, is In and Out Burger. Here's my thing with the take and bake. All right. Oh, I'm listening. <clears throat> so you can go get a pizza crust. Okay. All right. You can buy a pizza. So crust. you say, am I going? Am I, am I buying dough or am I buying one of those pre-baked pizza crust situations? You could do either one. All right. I want to. I want to buy dough, Scott. You can buy dough. Great. I bought some dough. And then you buy your own ingredients. Like, come on, it's not that hard. You roll out a pizza. So you're just like ruining their business model by telling people how to do it on their own? Well, it becomes a question of ingredients where I'm like, it's like, I don't know. I'm like, you fucking eat it up. Well, that's, a, <laughs> I, you know, like I get it, it saves them money, but I'm like, it feels like I want to pick it up. I want it to be hot, man. <laughs> I don't want to, like, I, I hate, fuck. I don't like going to restaurants too where it's like, um, 
I'm trying to think of the kind of I, like I, a Korean barbecue situation I where you got to like cook that. it yourself. I don't like that. I'm like I the, like to me it's just like I love Korean barbecue. I like Korean barbecue, but I really am just like spring. You cook it, like cook it, yeah, and yeah, give yeah. it to me. I don't yeah. want to do it. I do. I well, you know, part of the enjoyment for me is the cooking. I well, like I'll cooking. Cook for, I'll cook I it tend at home. to be the. I tend to be when I go to a, in a large group with, of Korean barbecue. I I tend to run the grill. You rock it. I run the grill and I start serving people, and I'm always got meat going. Do you ever feel like I wonder how would you feel if you got to a table and somebody else alphaed you, like, like obviously you know I'll take a back seat every once in a while. It'd be nice, you know. Someone would just fucking cook me some brisket. <laughs> but do you even allow that to happen, or are you just immediately jump I mean, on the meat? Sometimes do you just jump on the meat and just start. Sometimes if you're not handling you it correctly, I'll get up the in there. Oh really? I'll be like, listen, here's what you got to do with this chicken. Don't <laughs> cut it yet. Sear it on both sides, then cut with the scissors. They give you scissors. I'm not into it. I don't. I'm like the idea that I go into a restaurant and basically the next thing that happens is they bring me a bunch of fucking raw ingredients to cook. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what it's am not I paying what you came for? for? No. Yeah. Well, I'm you're not. paying for the ingredients apparently, and but I can go. Down. But that's a grocery store. All right, I see that's, what you're saying. I'm a but I can't sit down in there. You, I can bring you a chair. <laughs> You're gonna bring me a chair from the aisle, the home goods aisle. <clears throat> it just it doesn't like for for me. It's like oh, I'm gonna go because we cook at home all the time. So mm-hmm. it's like to me, the enjoyment of a night out does not include like if you're if I'm gonna go to a restaurant, then it's like fuck it. I want to I want to be I want you to cook. Yeah, I don't want to cook. <laughs> I don't want to. So I want you to bring me a plate of prepared Korean barbecue and I will eat that shit. But I don't want to cook it. Scott. I also am like, well, wait a minute. It's like, then the then the preparation of the food is almost meaningless. Uh huh. Wait, what do you mean? <clears throat> My point is this: if you go to a restaurant where it's like you're buy you, you're gonna get a steak, right? Okay. To me, part of it is that you're paying for preparation. You're paying because they have like industrial ovens. They have all this equipment, so they can prepare that steak. Probably. A, in a different way that I can maybe from home because mm-hmm. I don't have necessarily the equipment. Sure. But I go to a restaurant where they just give me a bunch of meat and they're like, burn it, fucking eat it raw. We don't give a fuck. They don't <laughs> care. Nobody's like, there's not a trained individual sort of like cooking the meat like perfectly or whatever. That's what I want. I but want, I do a pretty good job cooking meat though. I, but that's my point. It's like I want somebody who's like does it all the time to sort of like and fine. You, so can you want do me it. to do it? If I go to Korea barbecue, I will not help you. <laughs> Gauntlet that's what has I'm been thrown. I think we should do if it. If you want to do it, that's fine. But I won't deal with all it. Right. All I right. I just also am like I. It's like the whole act of it is like a the, for those listening. Scott has now put his put table. his hands down. His elbows are on the table. His his wrists are limp, and he's just. Circling. This is my annoyed. Just, this is his annoyed. annoyed. If you're at home right now, put your elbows on a table, limp your wrists, don't, and make circles, and, and then just and then just is, and just shake your head no, and just shake. That's what Scott's doing. So that's like, what Scott's if something doing. happens in your life where you don't like it, yeah, you just like, I don't it. like this. Yeah, <laughs> this here, I don't want <laughs> it. I feel like I really made the podcast visual for them. See, I went to, I went to, I had my eighth year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Monday. So you went to went to Moza. Moza. And they made a fucking dynamite steak. That was amazing. So you got the steak. Did you get any pasta? We did not get pasta this time. It was hot. It was hot. Wait, what? The restaurant the air conditioned. 
It's true, but it's like the whole, to me, it's like food. And why is pasta uh, worse to have on a seared, like why, why, would, why would pasta be no, 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 but a seared hot steak is okay? Because that feels like barbecue to me. I see what you're saying. Okay. See, whether I'm very, that's why California drives me a little bit crazy. Because food, food and weather to me are related. Okay, I see that. I'm very like temperature sensitive as far as what I want to eat. And that's why I get a little crazy here because it's so consistently the same. I hate it. So I'm like, there's days where I'm like, oh, fuck, I want, it's like, it's rare that I'm like, I really want a bowl of chili or like, I really want this or I want that because it's just too hot. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's like, I love having that winter time where there's all these kind of like stews and like, like I like heavy food, but I don't like heavy food because it's hot. Right, right. I see what you're saying. And the problem here is that the only time when you feel comfortable weather-wise eating heavy food is uh, December, January, February. Maybe yeah. a little bit into March. March Maybe. is supposed to be our wet season. In the last couple of years, it has not Obviously been. Obviously not yeah. a <laughs> no. wet season. But even this year, was like it was never really cold. Yeah, it never ever. got that cold. You're absolutely right. Well, there were a couple days. No, I rem- I, I distinctly remember like getting up in the morning and mm-hmm. it was a little cool, and I would throw on. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna put on my sweater. And then like, yeah, by, by the eleven o'clock, day, yeah. I was like, oh my god, yeah, the sun's like, baking. People are you. looking at me. Like, I hate the sun. Hate the Let's sun. just say it right now. Yeah. Hey, sun, fuck you. <laughs> Burn out already. Yeah, seriously, what are you doing? Or just turn down. Just like take it down a notch. Just take it down. A notch. Do we live in the wrong place? Is that the problem? Hey, yes, we do. Hey, sun friend. Hey, son hey, friend. Hey. Why don't you take it down? I want you to meet my lady friend. <laughs> son friend. Son friend, meet my lady friend. Guys, I prepared this special candle mix for you. <laughs> I do. Date, I like date I night miss... candle mix. Late <laughs> night candle mix by DJ. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Eminem. <laughs> I gotta put on my workout candle mix. <laughs> ah, sweat. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm like, I miss like... Beef bourguignon, like that to me is like <clears throat> cold weather food, and I and I love I love a day. It's like you, the temperature during the day. You yeah. know, it's like a cold day, and you're outside, and you're cold all day, uh-huh. and you come in. It's like Guinness. Like I really like Guinness. Uh, I love Guinness, but it's like when it's cold. Like yeah. you spend a cold, you spend outside all day cold, because then you don't have to. Because I don't like cold. Like I like Guinness. I don't like when they get it really cold. I don't think that's how you're supposed to serve it. It's supposed to be like, not necessarily room temp, but it's not supposed to be cold. I think a, uh, there's two schools of thought on this. Now, I'm a big fan of Guinness. It's my preferred beer because most of the places don't have Sam Light. I like Sam Adams Light and Guinness. Those are my two, my two go-to go-to's. beers. Yeah. So, and I find that places, I find that out, here in California, a lot of the places do serve it too cold. It's too cold. It's but, not meant to be served that cold. But I will say that it is so refreshing. Like when I get a Guinness, I can pound the whole pint. Like it's so. I love Guinness. I just want Guinness right now. I do too, Scott. What the fuck? But I love. I like to me. Like the thing that makes me salivate for Guinness is. Is temperature related? Mm-hmm. Like there's a temperature thing. Well, remember when we went to the Tam O'Shanter and we had a shit ton of Guinness? Yes, it was Christmas. It was Christmas, and it, I still feel like we didn't even wear coats. 
We didn't wear coats. No, we did not wear coats into that place. But Matt, like to me, the idea of like getting up, going outside, putting on a big coat, and yeah. it being really cold, and going to walking down to a bar yeah. and getting a Guinness yep. to warm up yeah. is like that's magic. It's like scotch. I like scotch, but oh, it's like yeah. But I would rather drink it when it's cold. I hear that. I just ordered a new jacket too, foolishly. But I figured I'm gonna be in first week of November. I'm gonna be in New York anyway. Mm-hmm. Who knows where I go in December? I was like, oh, I'll need a coat, so I ordered a, a new a new coat. I like that's the other thing with like clothing too. Is like I don't mind wearing like, but I just Calif- do you think I like being in Bermuda shorts? I don't. No, I just have to be. It's just it's just necessity. It's hot here. What's that on your wrist? Oh, it's a Fitbit, Scott. Remember we talked about the Fitbit? Not really. We talked about it at your house, but not on the podcast. Oh, uh, okay. So the Fitbit is, uh, so that's telling me how, how much progress I've made today. I put it in sleep mode, too, and it tracks my sleep. Uh-huh. Which is kind of fun. So I can tell you, Scott, right now, as of last, uh, so yesterday, here's what I did yesterday. For those listening, if you have a Fitbit, uh, let's, let's, let's compare notes, shall we? So yesterday, 17,472 steps. A nice. total of 8.72 miles. I had 87 active minutes, and I burned 3,560 calories. Job. I went for two runs. Uh-huh. An average uh, pace of 10 minutes per mile. Uh, I ate 1,551 calories, and I slept for seven hours and 41 minutes. Huh. Now, you put the thing into sleep mode, and it tracks your movement at night, so it'll tell you when you're restless, when you're sleeping when you're fully active so it tells you if you wake up at night or whatever so last not last night the night before i was uh awake for three minutes twice and 17 minutes i was restless total so i was nine times i was restless for a total of 17 minutes and i slept from 11:03 p.m to 7:37 p.m i have that was my day to sleep in i have this worry about doing it where i'm like i would become like find out that i don't sleep well yeah and then stress about not sleeping well well it's interesting as opposed to it's just... interesting you say that so that was the first night i wore it the second night i wore it which was last night on a friday night i went to bed at ten thirty-five p.m don't laugh i fucking yeah and i woke up at six forty-four a.m today and i slept for a total of seven hours and 33 minutes for 24 minutes last night i was restless Uh-oh. um and I don't. Here's the, here's why I don't know if this is a hundred percent accurate. Because I do. I did get up in the middle of the night to turn off the air conditioner, and I feel like this doesn't have any recollection of that. That's not being restless, <clears throat> unless it was between two forty eight a.m. and and oh yeah. So I was restless for five minutes between two forty three and two forty eight a.m. That's probably about when I woke up and turned the air conditioner off. All right. Well, then it is accurate. Uh, but I wasn't just restless. I was. Awake. So anyway, this yeah. So I got this. I'm gonna try it out for a little while. It's like a hundred bucks. Do you feel like finding out that you don't you slept enough? Is that enough sleep, or do you feel like oh man, I didn't sleep enough? I was surprised. I was like, oh, I do, I sleep more than I think I do. Yeah. I forget. I'm always in bed by like eleven. Oh, I am too. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I do. I, I'm up at six. I go to bed probably yeah. between ten thirty and eleven. Yeah, and I usually, you know, last week I've I started running every night, so I try to run about two and a half, three miles a night. Uh, and during the days, you know, I Monday and Tuesday mornings I get up at five thirty mm-hmm. 
because I go to the gym at 7. Mm-hmm. So I got to eat before that. So my alarm goes off at about 5.30. 7 o'clock, I'm at the gym. Go to work for 8.30. Work till about 5.30. Go home. And then wait for the fucking sun to go down. <laughs> so I can run. Because it's too hot. Yeah. And then I run at the park for, you know, it's like a half hour. It's, I'm running three miles, about a half hour. How so, does it work out in the morning? I've never been able to really good do a night run. A night. Well, I can't run. I like it. I can't run. On Why the can't you run? My knees. You need to bike. It'll make your knees stronger. I've been biking in the. Um, I've been doing. Wait, you have been recently biking? You're finally using your bike, or are you saying in your life you've been biking? No, I've started at the gym. Like I'll get on the the bike and do some oh, okay. cardio and like work on my knee. You gotta, Scott. Just fucking let's just go for a bike ride. We can pound out a 25-mile bike ride. We'll go to the beach. We'll come back. I don't have a day off until October. All right. Then we'll do it in October. All right. The sun will be less of a dick then. <laughs> Fucking sun. I hate the sun so much. Not my friend. You know what, son? I'm just going to leave you by. Yeah. I'm taking my lady friend. I'm going to stop orbiting around you. We're going north. Oh, fuck yourself. Where there's less of you. <laughs> um... V-Breeds, we should probably go. Oh, my God. V-Breeds. We have so many wonderful things to talk about. Uh, are we going to read the Canadian book that that gentleman recommended? Is yes, that our plan? Yes, we are, because that is like, that title alone was dynamite. I'm all over it. So, so right. that's going to be our V-Breed. This is our <laughs> V-Breed segment brought to you by Audible.com. Um, that was the most annoying that was I'm I apologize to Audible <laughs> to, the, to Audible our wonderful sponsor I apologize to the listener uh let's talk books so we have picked a book um which is called River Raft Mink Catcher and the Battle for <laughs> Canada <laughs> the Battle of Canada uh whatever it was called pull up the I'll pull it up again um but I'm trying to I read uh I recently finished, I post to the Facebook page, which you didn't, which is fine because, you know, somebody has to be better than the other person about doing things. Um, I read, and I'm going to get his name wrong, um, My Struggle, book one by Carl Ovnausgaard. He's Norwegian. Carl of Nausgaard. It's it's K R L, which is Carl Ov Ov Ove Elve. If somebody's Norwegian and listening to the show, send an audio. Pronounce his name properly and send us an audio clip to on to Facebook or Gmail our Gmail account. And the last name is K N A U S G A A R D. Nausgard, Nausgard, Carlo of Nausgard. So it's his book, and it's like it's a it's he's written like four or five or six or something. Um, it's basically a book of his life. Uh, he's an author. He's a Norwegian author, and I saw a recommendation, and I picked it up. And at first, I was a little bit unsure about it, but I found it strangely compelling. It's just the story of his life. My Struggle by Carl Olvnazgaard. <laughs> and uh, keeping the theme of struggles alive, uh, I have been reading uh, a new 
it's not even a new. It's a it came out late last year. It's called the uh, Tune In All These Years One. It's the uh, definitive, supposedly the definitive Beatles document uh, biography. It's nine hundred and sixty-one pages, and this takes us from the formation of the group right up to the f- December thirty-first, nineteen sixty-two. So it's the first part of the Beatles' career. It's going to be a three-part series by uh, Mark Lewison. Uh, that's L-E-W-I-S-O-H-N. And it's uh, really well-written, incredibly researched. It's so researched, so much so that Volume 2 will not be ready until 2018. Wow. And he doesn't expect to have Volume 3, three. done until 2020, 2022. Somewhere around there. Wow. So... And how many pages are you in there right now? Uh, probably about 200. And and is your feeling as somebody who probably has a lot a wealth of information yeah, about the Beatles? Yeah, sure. Are you surprised by the amount of stuff that he's able to Yes, I'm surprised. There's 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 a lot of I would describe this book as rich with nuance. That's how I would describe it. It's awesome. it's got the nuances of like you know, Paul and John sort of finding each other, when they would meet after school, which living room they would go to, you know, so on and so forth. It is incredibly detailed. It's very and... detailed, very well researched. Uh, and it's called Tune In, The Beatles, All These Years, One. So if you're a Beatles fan. Yeah, which I am, obviously. Everyone's uh, finding that out. Um, I'd say get so it. Today's Feed Reads is about books that are published in installments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you, uh, like to read books, but don't feel like reading, you can listen. You can listen. You can listen on audible.com. Uh, Uh, is that Beatles book on audible.com? I'll tell you right now. I'm sure it is. Audible has a crazy selection. Uh, all these years, audible. Do, 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 do. It is available. You can get it. I, let's see what the running time is on this book. Eight days, forty-three hours, and forty-eight minutes. Wow! So if you have, that's uh, a healthy. If, if you, you have a commute, commute yeah. boom, that's the way to go. And you know what? Nine hundred thirty-one pages. Guess what? Listen to it. Yeah, listen to it. Don't, don't do it, Matt. Like, read it. Don't, don't be mad. Don't be me. Don't do it. Don't. Although I read at a, a pretty good pace because you read faster than me. I think it's only going to take eighteen hours for me to read, according to my Kindle tracker. I think that you read faster than me. Dory reads even faster than me. It's insane. Like I've never seen anybody read this fast. Well, my mother was my mother would plow through paperbacks like one a day in the uh, summer. My wife's partner at the shop, Odessa, she reads like fuck. She blazes. I read. I read pretty quick, but I can't read as fast as her. Uh, you know, I, I will say this. I do feel like I retain a little bit more. Yeah. Um. But. So if you listen, if you want to read this book or hear this book, go to audiblepodcast.com slash Phoebe forward slash Phoebe. And uh, we get a little we get a little credit that lets them know that uh, that you like us. Well, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash Phoebe, you can get a free audio audiobook and a 14 day trial today by signing up. And you can go on, you can download that whole book for free. Yeah. So you're saving started. so much money. So here's the deal you get a free book and uh, first 30 days, totally free. And yeah. if you sign up for their subscription, you're getting a one book a month on their subscription rate, which is 
you know, if you get a 43-hour book. That's a lot of hours. You're doing all right. You're yeah. doing all right. You get a free, and so. But please, go through uh, Audible. I know a ton of podcasts out there. Audible, you know, they're friends to the podcast community. Uh, but you know what? We could really use your help. Yeah. So we please. need more help. We kind of do. We need we they, need help. It's all I, they're all we have. Yeah, they're literally all we have, <laughs> and we love them to death for it. Yeah. So oh, Audible podcast. You go download some books. We said uh, Michael Lewis, Michael Lewis, Feebreed Superstar, uh, Chuck Klosterman, Feebreed Superstar, Krakauer, Mary Roach, Feebreed Superstar. Go download some of those books. Yeah, and and listen to them, especially if you're commuting. Yeah. I'm only driving to Hollywood right now, so I'm not. But I ha- I doubt when I was going to Santa Monica, I listened to Think Like a Freak, and I listened to uh, um, Flash Boys, the new Michael Lewis book. I listened to it from Audible. I downloaded it. I'm using the product. I'm not just- I love it. We're endorsers. Endor- We're endorsing I'm a product using that we use. It. You know what we wouldn't do? There were some people that wanted to advertise some blinky light situation with us, and I was like, what? I don't want that. I don't know what that does. What yeah. does that do? Nothing for me. So we're we're here. Put our money where our mouth is. <laughs> we're advertising stuff we use. Audiblepodcast.com forward slash feeb. Please. Thank you. Whew, Scott. There it is. That was a hell of a hell of a feeb read segment. Uh we gotta find that manhunt book. We will. The Manhunt uh, Canada book. We're gonna read it. Rat River. I can't I, it's what was it? Insane. I oh oh I hang on, I'll find it again. Um Feeb.merchtable.com. That's where you can go see the shirts that are sold out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, it looks like there is a small Canadian sniper t-shirt available. And a... Oh, hey, it looks like we might have... uh... Okay. Guess what, everybody? If you want the Heather Gray logo t-shirt of Phoebe, there is three mediums left, five large, nine extra large, one 2X, and two 3X left. So there are actually some Heather Gray logo t-shirts still available. I don't know if Scott and I told them to print more or what. Well, that's weird. I don't remember. Uh, We're there. Who knew? Listen, I'm going to order. There's actually going to be only five large left because I'm ordering one because I don't have one. Uh, so ching. <laughs> I'm just I'm paying us our costs. Nice. Uh, so Scott, uh, Beverly Hills Pod. That's we're gonna do. That's the next T-shirt. It's the next T-shirt. If Dana is listening, just you don't have do to it. make anything new, Dana. Yeah. You just have to resize it. Come on, it. Dana. Just resize it. Maybe change the background to a navy to match the navy. Did we decide what color we're going with with that one, or are we just doing black? I would say we do black for that one. Yeah. I would yeah. I would go black. We're going to do black. So really you have nothing to do. Uh yeah. And that's that's pretty much uh that's it. I mean, we're not done with the podcast. We still have no, about no, no. 15 minutes to go before we uh, can say before we could a good conscious leave you guys. I uh and then there will be another show that we're going to post at some point that we recorded and have not posted and we have no idea we have literally no idea what we talked about on it uh so it's gonna be a fun like thing for the kids mystery show <laughs> mystery show uh and i mean we don't even know if we're gonna name what if it. it's controversial what if it's like the most controversial show we've ever done 
and it causes a lot of controversy. Then, great. There's no such thing as bad press. Is that true? I think so, right? I don't know. Jerry Sandusky, did you know who he was before that shit went down? Uh, no, but I don't exactly. know. Like, he's still Good now. press. That's good press. <laughs> is he still alive? Yes, he is still alive, What's actually. What's he doing? Is he in jail? Yeah, he's in jail. Forever. Uh, so budget. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the shirt shipped budget, which means five to eight days. It's only five dollars and forty five cents to ship. Twenty five dollars and forty five cents. You're golden pony boy. Uh, <laughs> Stay I don't, golden pony boy. What is that from? Stay golden. Is that from boy. Young Guns? No way, man. That's from fucking Outsiders. Oh yeah. Sorry, I got my uh. Come on. I got my '80s young guy movies messed up. Stay uh, golden pony. <laughs> I was trying to figure out like what the um Did you read that in high school? Yes, we had to read that in high school. Did you read that in high school? Yeah, even in Canada. When was that written? They just had they Um I must have been before before I was born. Or late um, it must have been seventies, eighties, seventies, maybe. I haven't seen the movie in oh. years. Uh, so I'm getting one of the last five Heather Gray B wow. logo t-shirts. I had no idea. I thought we were sold out of everything. I thought we were sold out of everything, too. Wow. Now we will be after this maybe podcast because more. our listeners are just that good. Maybe we, maybe they printed more? I don't remember. <laughs> so hot. I can't be expected to deal with them. Scott, you really need to like... Either invest in central air conditioning I have this AC. studio. That's for this not, studio. That's not... Oh well, this studio is not. I can't. I have no control over this. I have no control. You want over me this. to fucking invest in AC for this studio? No. <laughs> I'm saying right just now, flat out, I'm not just doing flat doing out, this. no. He's oh, guys, his elbows are on the table, his wrists are limp. He's circling. It's not happening. Not happening. Not happening. Uh oh. You know what I wanted to talk about with you? No. Okay, I wanted to talk about the housing market in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so there was a house that was um, in my neighborhood that yep. they were trying to sell. It was uh, 1,700 square feet, okay? Yeah. With a guest house and room for a pool, quote unquote, room for a pool. Okay. My neighborhood. How much do you think they wanted for that house? 1,700 square feet. There's a square foot. I believe the square footage included the guest house. It's in your neighborhood uh-huh. where you live now, where your apartment is. Yep. One point. Well, it's hard. I mean, it's the the the, the thing I don't know is like I keep, if I saw a picture of I drove by it and I understood what it was, mm-hmm. like the quality of the the construction of the actual yeah residence. I mean, on the low end, you're probably at like one three, one four. They wanted one point eight million dollars for this house. Yeah. Now there's another house for sale on that same street. They want three point four million dollars for. You're in like you're not in a cheap neighborhood, dude. It's fucking bananas to me. I just don't even. I just can't even. And then they rented a three bedroom. There's a three bedroom townhouse. Or duplex, or three, three bedroom split duplex. It's twenty seven hundred square feet, and they want uh, six thousand dollars a month for it. 
Scott, what I'm telling you is there's, there's, there's a housing crisis, and I want us to solve it right now. And that is the crisis that you can't afford to buy a house here in your neighborhood? Right. That's the crisis. The L.A. Uh, market, but I'm, I mean, I'm moving. The L.A. market is, is crazy. The L.A. market is, I don't think people at home realize the insanity of the L.A. market. Like, I really don't. Well, I think most of them maybe do, and that's why they live somewhere else. Oh. You're all smart. Yeah, L.A. housing is, uh, is is I mean, you know, I mean, not that it isn't in other large cities, um, but it's like, it's... Uh, I mean, it's got to be like Manhattan around here. Um, I mean, per square, like, uh, square footage, I, I think probably Manhattan's more expensive still. But not by much. But not by much. I just want to say... But it is, a, it is a lot of money. But I will say this. You are looking, you, you have to... You're looking in an expensive area. I mean, yeah. real estate is based on on you know what's around it. So it's like it's all based on Ugh. what's selling around that area. And but so, I like my neighborhood. Whining will not. <laughs> but I like it, Scott. Hey, neighborhood lady. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, my neighborhood? You want this candle? Hey, this candle smells like mortgage papers. I like you, neighborhood. <laughs> uh. Lady friend candle guy. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> uh, Scott, exciting news uh, that we need to share with everybody uh, listening. There's now a Dunkin' Donuts in Santa Monica, California. Why is that exciting? Because they're the closest Dunkin' Donuts previous to that was Las Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Why aren't you in touch with the people? I don't, I don't eat. I don't really eat No donuts. one asks you to eat donuts, guy. You drink coffee, don't you? I don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Oh, you are just a piece of shit today. I am. What do I you mean you don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee? I make coffee at Scott, home. Scott, I've had coffee with you at a number of places. Yeah. And you weren't at, at any point where you you never went, you know, I could make this at home. Oh, I really like drip coffee. Wait, you don't really like drip coffee? I, I like... Generally speaking, oh, do you, are you talking espresso. about like pour over? You like a pour over? No, okay, you like an americano type situation. Yeah, I like espresso. Espresso with water. Big. Uh, that's my preference. Do you do an after dinner espresso if you're at an Italian restaurant? Say a mozza. Oh no, I don't drink. Caffeine Is it just too much for you? Like, just too much for you. Too much for me. I don't really drink caffeine past three. I've been doing these because uh, I will be up all night. Some of those uh, morning calling you. Hey Matt. Hey Matt, friend. Hey, what's up? Hey, what are you oh, candle about guy? lavender? Candle guy, why are you calling me from Scott's number? This is weird. Where's Scott? Did you like this? Where's Scott? Lavender. What did you do with Scott, candle guy? I burned him. <laughs> what did he smell like? Do you want to smell? <laughs> yeah, I do. What did he smell like? <laughs> he smelled like pine needles. <laughs> Sweat. <laughs> pine needles. And hair. Oh. Body hair. Do you think that the. Uh, <laughs> At what point do you think everybody stopped listening to this a podcast? A sandal. A sandal. <laughs> a sandal. It's my initials, Scott. Should we do? I know, I know. That's your initials. But I'm, what I'm, what I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna propose something to you right now. I'm gonna burn a part of my body into. Should we candle? make a phoebe scented candle? <laughs> what would it smell like? <laughs> That's up to the listeners. Uh, okay. A phoebe scented candle. What? I is wonder the how idea? much that would what cost. What is the scent? I don't know. I mean, it's an audio audio show. How much would it cost? Good. I mean, you yeah, have to isolate like, some kind of scent. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out a scent. Yeah. Okay, guys out there listening, I want you to 
tweet at us what you think the Phoebe candle should smell like. Okay? Mm. It can be a combination of two scents. It can be one scent you think. Like, if you think pine is it, that's us, great. If you think, like, a new book smell candle would be the one to go with, great. Uh-huh. If you think, like, prime rib would be one to go with, then let us know. Waffle cone. Yeah, let us know. Hashtag it Phoebe candle. Phoebe candle. F-E-A-B-C-A-N-D-L-E. I don't know why I spelled candle for everybody. <laughs> or Phoebe. I feel like they know what it is now. Uh, hashtag Phoebe candle, and then just say what you think the smell should be. What does our show smell yeah. like? Does it smell like a hairy Italian guy? I don't know. Maybe. That's Mixed me. with a Swedish... Mixed with a <laughs> Swedish hunk meatball. of man. Uh. <laughs> Swedish meatballs at Ikea. What do you think? Have you ever had them? All right. They're all right. All right. Okay. But I grew up with like... That was kind of... My grandma made Swedish meatballs. Oh, we've talked about your grandma yeah. Swedish meatballs before. So, Do you have the recipe? No, but I could get it. You should get it. We should try it. I could get it off my mom. I think your mother should stop hoarding that recipe and give it to us. Make a note. Making a note. Here I am. (laughs) Speaking of making copies, that guy. I so I live by the uh, um near the giant uh, apartments by the Grove. Uh huh. For those listening that want to murder me, Uh, and I was outside today walking. And I heard someone from a balcony say the following sentence. I don't care what you say. I think Rob Schneider's funny. That was the only sentence I heard. So I have no idea what the context of it was. I don't know if Rob well, was obvious. in the room or... Well, why would they be talking about him in the I third don't know. person? I don't know. But somebody was like really into it this. It was a debate. I, f- I don't even know if it was a debate because... The tone with which he said it, and then like I didn't hear. I didn't. Was it stick argumentative, around. where he was no. like, excited, or was no. this more matter of fact? It was like, like I don't okay. care what you say, man. Rob Schneider is funny. Oh, okay. So he was so like, it was like, yeah. I think he was like a preemptive. It was like a, it was like a preemptive strike at whatever you're gonna say to me. You, I'm gonna say I don't care what you say. I think Rob, Rob Schneider is funny. funny. What a weird conversation I overheard. The La Brea. Oh, Park the, yeah, the Palazzo. Or whatever, yeah. You know, the big bullshits. You know, there's, there's, there's... I don't care. I think Rob Snyder's funny. Yeah. It could have been more... So that guy was more like... They might have been talking about... Or he might have told... He might have told the guy who was just like... So, he's standing by the copy machine. <laughs> <laughs> he's Everybody who comes up to the copy machine... He just says that they're making copies. Make co- but he does it in a funny voice. Yeah. And, and it's like, then, I don't care what you say. Yeah. Rob Snyder. I think Rob Snyder's funny. <laughs> Guys, there's a lot of traffic right now heading to Dunkin' Donuts, so be careful out there. Uh, if you have a suggestion for Fee Breed, please visit our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash pod P-O-D, and uh, tell us what our scented candle will be like. You can do that on the uh, Facebook page. We'll also do a poll once we get the top answers for the scents. And then, you know, Scott and I are going to fucking try to figure out how to make a scented candle happen for yeah. you guys if anyone wants to buy it. I don't know that, <laughs> any, I don't know we'd sell any, but uh, here's what I'm saying. If you're if you are if you are somebody who someone works. who works in scented candles, email us for eyesandbeard at gmail.com. And what we're going to assume 
is that you, if you're telling us a suggested candle scent, you're an interested candle buyer. Yeah, that's what I'm going to assume. So that's a pretty good way to gauge everything. Uh, Scott, that does it for Phoebe. I think that does it. Uh, thanks so much for Phoebing with us, everybody. We will catch you with episode 39. I, I'm assuming 39 because that's what Jeff Lebuff said, and he's yep, he's, he's the, the resident of, Phoebe yeah, yeah. expert. Uh, I think it's also his fault we do this podcast. Okay, Scott, what a feeb it was. It was amazing. Well, we didn't even do the sign out. Did we just sign out before? Oh, my God. You can't believe Back you it forgot up. it. Oh, my God. One hour and That's why I thought you were doing a dramatic pause. Oh, sorry. Let's fucking get ready for like, ready? The, you... Hang on. In the words of the greatest actors of our generation, Mr. Mark Wahlberg, Denzel Washington, make it rain. Make it rain. Hey, lady friend. Lady friend. Guess what? I'm going to make it rain. Gonna rain all over you. Rain on you. I'm gonna rain some hot candle wax on you. (laughs) And all that magic was brought to you by audible.com everybody if you want to listen to it audible has it there are over 150,000 titles of virtually every single genre you can think of if you're thinking hey is there a genre with maybe uh, involving canadian manhunts probably uh you'll find it uh you'll find what you're looking for on audible.com you can get your free audio book and 14 day trial today if you sign up please use audiblepodcast.com forward slash feeb you know why scott because they will get a Free audio book. I know. Come on. Free audio book. Just I for just, doing that. Listen, everybody. The way they track these kinds of things to know if their ads are working, and we hope they're working, is by using that link. So audiblepodcast.com forward slash Feeb. Sign up for a free trial. Get your free audio book. If you want to listen to a 43-hour book, guess what? That's more than an hour of listening a day for free. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong. You literally cannot go wrong. Do it. Do it now candle guy's doing it oh yeah (laughs) this has been a production of smodco internet radio sir only at smodcast.com